0: Well, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to episode number 65, Starting the Conversation. And welcome to the first of many small talk episodes. Now, if you're thinking, Alice, what in the world is a small talk episode? Let me fill you in because these Thursday episodes are all about me having a very quick chat just from me to you sat down with the microphone about a certain digital marketing or business topic. Now, obviously the format of this podcast has recently changed, so the bulk of the episodes, which are your Monday conversations, have become far more chatty, far more informal, and hopefully have moved more in the direction of entertainment rather than information. And as much as I know you're all enjoying that, and I'm absolutely loving those episodes, I know that something you all enjoyed about the old format of the podcast was where I would just sit down with the microphone and have a chat about a certain topic. So I'm bringing that back slightly in the small talk episode. So I'll be jumping in every single Thursday with hopefully a short and sweet episode. I'm intending to keep this under 20 minutes, so we'll wait and see when I stop recording how well I've kept to that one. But that's it, I'm excited to be still talking about kind of actionable and helpful stuff, partnered with the chatty and conversational stuff, which is also coming on a Monday as usual. So let's jump into today's small talk episode, which is talking about setting intentions within your business. Now, if you follow me over on Instagram, you may know that I'm a little bit of a fangirl when it comes to all things intentions. Whilst I am a little bit new and maybe hesitant when it comes to the world of manifestation, it will be very true to say that I am dipping my toe in it right now. I cannot deny the fact that setting an intention around how you want things to look or maybe something you want to achieve and having that intention at the forefront of your mind ultimately means that your actions reflect that intention and then work towards it. That just makes total sense to me that when we set an intention and our actions reflect that intention then that intention is going to happen or at least we're going to get one step closer to it and figure out if it's going to happen or not. So for me, when I think about the way that I run my business, and I've seen this as evidence so, so many times, I know that when I set an intention, something really powerful happens. And I feel like as it's halfway through the year, now feels like a really good time to have a bit of a conversation on here about setting intentions, let you in on a bit of my process for setting intentions, share with you how I take them a step further to make sure that a they happen, and be that they become practical, and also to share with you the intentions that I'm setting for the second half of this year, and just let you in a bit on my business and where I'm at. So whether intentions are something that you are very familiar with, or whether you're going to use this episode as a bit of a starting block to explore what setting intentions might look like for your business, I really hope this is going to be somewhat interesting, or at least to start a bit of a conversation in your mind. Now before we dive in, I just want to address one quick misconception that I know I definitely had when I used to think about setting intentions or creating goals within my business and that is the misconception that setting an intention boxes you in. Now, this is a huge one for me, and it will be different for you depending on how you build your business and your approach. But for me, I build my business incredibly intuitively. It would be very true to say that I don't really plan my launches or my next steps very far in advance. In fact, if you looked at the behind the scenes of my business, you would see a very, very short time frame between when I have an idea and when something is launched. And purely because I have learned that I work best when I'm in an environment that allows me to be spontaneous and fast paced with my ideas. So naturally knowing that about myself and also knowing that that's how my business is run best, the thought of planning out the next 12 months or setting intentions for the next 12 months doesn't sit right with me. Because then I think, well, maybe that's going to box me in, that's going to give me boundaries and rules, and I'm not going to be able to be that kind of spontaneous and intuitive business owner that I like to be. However, having figured out how intentions do work best for me, I can say that that misconception is completely untrue. For me, and again, this whole episode is just talking about my experience, so it's going to be different for you, I have found that instead of setting intentions around what I want things to look like, i.e., in three months time I want to launch this thing or next year I wanna do this thing, I instead set intentions around how I want my business as a whole to look or to feel or to exist. So I just wanted to quickly mention that if you right now are listening to this episode or you saw the title and Thought, I'll give it a try. But I don't want to be boxed in, so I'm not sure if this is for me. Lean into this episode, because even if you've got that same brain as me, where actually you work best when you've got total freedom and you can be intuitive and spontaneous, I promise you there is a way to set intentions and have them be a really powerful part of what you do, but still keep that part of running your business, which actually works really well for you and also what you're building. So let's jump into this small talk topic, starting off with actually how I set intentions within my business. So at the start of every single year, I sit down and I set three intentions for my business as a whole. Now I know some people who are super on it with setting intentions and they'll do it for their business and for their personal life and they'll set sub intentions for different areas and I'll be honest like I said at the start I'm not a huge woo or manifestation person. Three is absolutely enough for me so figure out what is your best fit. And the way that I do this is I sit down and I just reflect on the previous year and evaluate, hey, what did and didn't work? What did I enjoy? What did I find challenging? And really just open up my brain to thinking about the past year that I have had. And then once I've kind of brain dumped that I then start to think about the year ahead. Now obviously you can do this at absolutely any time of year whether you want to do this right now, whether you're listening to this in the future and you just want to do it on a Wednesday in the middle of a month in the middle of the year absolutely crack on you do not need to wait for a Monday or the start of a month or the start of the year to do this. This is obviously just the context that I do it in is at the start of every single year. So then what I start to think about once I've almost evaluated the previous year is I start to look ahead and I think, okay, what do I want my business to look like in 12 months time? And for me, that is the only real question that I ask myself at this point. I try not to make it super practical. I try not to break it down any more than that. I just ask myself the question of like, hey, in an ideal world, what do I want my business to look like? And I consider everything within that answer. I'm considering the way that I want my finances to look, the way that I want my workload to look, my team, my impact, my offerings. I really give myself permission to think big picture and just almost dream a little bit. And then what I'll do once I've got all of that onto paper is I'll sit with it for a few days. So I'll spend a few days kind of just mulling it over, maybe revisiting it every couple of days to add bits to it or take things off. And I really just give myself a little bit of space to think it through. I don't know about you, but I'm not an instant processor. You can't ask me a question now and me have an immediate answer. I very often leave a conversation with someone and think, ah, I just thought of a really good point that I didn't think of two hours ago. So for me, it works best to almost take a few days doing this initial stage because I want to make sure that I get everything onto paper and really reflect what I think and what I feel. Now you might wanna do this in different ways. I know people that love to do this in terms of a visual mood board or maybe through magazine clippings. I personally just buy a big old piece of white card and mind map absolutely everything onto it. So I will write down everything from what I want my week to look like in 12 months time, from how much money I wanna be making, from how I want my workload to look like, from the kind of people that I wanna be working with, from the things that I'm doing within my business. I really just get it all on paper and think, okay, what do I want things to look like in 12 months time? And then what I'll do once I feel like I've kind of got it all into paper and that really represents how I feel is I'll look at what I've written down and I'll begin to try and pull from that really what the big picture intention might be from there. E.g., when I was doing my intentions for this year, I wrote all of this stuff onto paper of how I wanted my business to feel and to look and to exist. And then I started to pull from it the things that maybe felt most true for me or the things that felt like the biggest priorities. And I realized that actually for me, the intention for 2019 was for things to feel more sustainable, more streamlined and more established. When I kind of looked at all of the individual intentions that was on that big piece of paper, those were the three words that I really pulled out which kind of encapsulated them all. And after looking at what I'd written down, I realized that those were kind of the common denominators and therefore that was almost my overall intention for the year. Now, what I do once I've kind of got that big picture intention, which for you could look like a statement or a paragraph or a couple of words like mine was, is I then break it down into three actual intentions, which like I mentioned earlier, helps me to focus more on the big picture than the detail. These three intentions that I set for the year are very rarely super practical or super goal oriented. They're often quite vague because, again, like I said, I really benefit when I'm in a position to be flexible and intuitive around actually what something is practically going to look like. So if I give you an example for this year, or I give you all the examples, um, like I said, my kind of big picture intention was that I wanted my business to feel more sustainable, streamlined and established. Now, it only so happened that that sounded like quite a nice sentence. I didn't try and make it sound nice on purpose. As long as it makes sense to you, that's what matters. And then I thought about, okay, what would three really clear intentions look like which work towards that big picture intention? So for this year, my three intentions were to outsource and automate my workload, to become more sustainable with my finances and how much I'm working by diversifying my income and being more balanced. And my third intention was to establish myself and what I offer and create within the industry. So those were the three intentions that I set at the start of the year. And you might think, cool, episode over, we're done, we've set our intentions. But let me tell you, it does not stop there I truly truly believe unless you are an absolute superhero that it is so so difficult just to set an intention for the year and actually make that happen you know as business owners we have such a limited amount of time we have such a limited amount of energy that if we don't create space and if we don't break things down so that they're practical I just don't think these things ever really happen I don't know about you but sometimes I end a month or I end a quarter and I just think oh my gosh, I didn't make any progress on that thing. Although it's something that I still really want, I just haven't had the space or I haven't had the ability to work on it because I haven't broken it down and I haven't worked it into my everyday. So although it's very easy to stop there, I would really encourage you not to and I'd encourage you to break it down even further. So for me, once I've got my three intentions for the year, I then break them down into quarters. Now I really like to look at my year in quarters which if you don't know is three month chunks so there's four in a year as the name quarters would suggest and I really like breaking things down in this way because I think it's so true that business ebbs and flows seasonally. Now I don't necessarily mean that my business is different in winter as it is in summer or in spring or in autumn but it is actually very true that our businesses are shifting all of the time and actually I find that by looking at things in these three month chunks I actually am able to isolate stages of what I'm working through a little bit better. I think sometimes when we look at things from a real big picture sense, and it's a whole year, actually, that can feel quite overwhelming to maybe quantify or to break things down into. But when we look at things, and okay, well, that's 12 weeks times four, I think, things become a little bit easier in every sense of the phrase. So for me, every single quarter, I will break each of those intentions down into a goal. Now I do think, although I've not even checked that this is very true, that there is a big difference between an intention and a goal. I feel like an intention is generally quite big picture, it's quite vague, and it's quite kind of visionary. Whereas for me, at least this is true in my business, a goal is something which I can actually say, yes, I did that thing. And for me, when I think about the goals that I create off the back of my intentions, the heart for those goals is really that they're gonna play a key role in making that intention happen. So for example, when I sat down in January and I looked at those three intentions and I had to come up with goals for quarter one, I thought, okay, what goal would almost get me 25% of the way there? in terms of working towards that intention. For example, my first intention for the year, which was to outsource and automate a lot more of my workload, January's goal for that was to reach out to a VA and to automate my client onboarding. So you can kind of see there how I took a little chunk of that intention, I made it practical and I made it a goal, which was not only achievable, but was also the first thing that kind of needed to be done to get the ball rolling on that overall intention. So that's what I do. I take my three intentions at the start of the year and then I break them down each quarter into a goal but guess what, it still does not stop there because I may have set that goal, but just like I said, when time is so limited, and let's be honest, 12 weeks can pass in the click of a finger, I have to break it down even more and I have to make that goal super practical. I think a lot of tasks within our businesses we can put off because they just feel so overwhelming and we almost don't know where to start. So for me to almost set myself up in the best way, I have to make every single one of my goals super practical so that I know that I'm constantly making tiny, tiny steps to work towards each of those goals, which work towards those intentions, which work towards that big picture intention. I hope this is making sense here, how kind of everything is feeding towards the bigger intention until you achieve. That big picture thing that you want to do within the year within the month within the whatever so what i do once i've got that kind of quarterly goal is i break it down into weekly action steps and for me it's really important that those weekly action steps are again working towards achieving that goal within the 12-week period for example a task like automating my client onboarding which is what i focused on in january or for example something like starting a podcast which i know a lot of people are doing at the moment is a huge thing and just like I said very often we can put that off because start a podcast as a 12 week goal is like oh my gosh absolutely not I do not know where to start I'm never going to do that and in 12 weeks time I won't have made any progress so what I'd encourage you to do is to break all of those goals down into the mini tasks that you need to do to make that happen very often before I write down what my 12 sets of kind of action steps are, is I'll actually just write down, okay, what is everything I would need to do to make this goal a reality. For example, my goal that was client onboarding, I wrote down absolutely every single minuscule task that would be involved in automating that process. And then I looked at it in the context of the 12 weeks, and I broke it down for then. Now, I don't actually tend to plan out every single week at the start of the quarter. For example, I didn't sit down in January and plan out what I was going to do every single week for the next three months. I tend to start mapping out the first few, almost just to get the ball rolling. And then I'll add in more of the weeks and more of the action steps as I go. And particularly as I figure out what's actually needed to make that goal happen. Now I have to say, I have a total game changer when it comes to setting that 12 week goal and setting the 12 action steps which are gonna make it happen. And if you follow me over on Instagram, you're gonna know what I'm about to say, but it's Josephine Brooks 12 week wall planner. It is a beautiful planner that goes up on your wall so it's right in front of your face every single day. And it really visually and simply allows you to map out your three intentions and break them down into weekly steps. I honestly couldn't recommend it enough. It is super affordable. And also if you're looking for more content around the idea of setting 12 week goals and breaking them down into steps, Josephine is your woman. She literally talks about it all the time in such a helpful way. So I'd really encourage you to A, check out that wall planner, which I will link in the show notes and to B, check out Josephine's content. Because I know that if this is something that's maybe foreign to some of you, it can be hard to know where to start. And Josephine's got some really brilliant content around how to set 12 week goals and how to break them down, so definitely check that out. So hopefully, having kind of heard me talk through this process, you can now understand how something goes from an annual intention to three separate business intentions, to quarterly goals, and then to weekly action steps. Now, I know that for some of you, you might just listen to this episode and be like, oh my gosh, you're actually mental. That is so complex, that is not necessary. But all I can tell you is that this 100% works for me. And sure, it might not be the best fit for your business, and there might be a different way to do it, which is a better fit for the way that you work best, or maybe the way that your business works best, but I would really encourage you to find what works well for you in terms of setting intentions. Regardless of the way that you choose to do it, I can promise you being clear on your intention and constantly bringing yourself back to that and ensuring that you're creating action which works towards that is so, so beneficial. It's been such a game changer within my business. It's helped me to work towards goals which in the long-term feel completely, completely overwhelming, but when I break them down are actually quite achievable and it really goes along with that mantra of saying that we overestimate what we can do in a month and we underestimate what we can do in a year. Now what I want to quickly do before finishing up this small talk episode is let you in on my process of actually having a think about my intentions for the rest of this year and particularly letting you in on the goals that I've set for quarter three which is the quarter that we're in right now. I find the middle of the year is a nice little point almost just to check in with yourself. So I've spent a bit of time over the last couple of weeks looking at those intentions that I set at the start of the year and just having a think of like, hey, How am I doing in meeting these intentions? And what would it look like to set goals for the next two quarters, which are gonna continue working towards those intentions that I've set? Now, when I reflect on the last six months as a whole, it will be very safe to say that 2019 so far has been pretty intense and full on in terms of my business. Alongside hosting the first retreat, I've overhauled my branding and my website, I relaunched my coaching packages, I launched an online shop, I relaunched this podcast, and I also brought on a new team member. So this year so far has been really focused on building the practical foundations of the business that I want. When I kind of look at the intentions that I have for my business long term, I've been really focused in the last six months on actually practically making that happen. For example, launching the shop, making this podcast what I want it to be, making the retreat happen and launching the next one. It's been very, very launch heavy and very focused on new stuff and overhauling what's already there. However, now that that kind of six month period is complete and it feels like everything that needs to be launched is already launched, I'm ready for the rest of this year to be a little less heavy on the new stuff and the launching and a lot more focused on building sustainability and consistency into what I've already built. For now, it kind of feels like my business is where I want it to be. It doesn't feel like there's any missing pieces in terms of the offerings that I have or the content that I create. So now that I know there's nothing really new to come for the rest of this year, I think, touch wood, you never know with me, it feels like checking back in with those intentions actually tells me that I need to think more about establishing what I've already built rather than building anything new. So the first intention I set at the start of the year to outsource and automate, so I obviously now have a team member, Emily, who's absolutely brilliant, so that's been a really helpful process in outsourcing a lot more, and I also worked with a VA in the start of this year to automate a lot of my processes, so I feel like I'm kind of 90% there on this one. The only kind of missing gaps it feels like on fulfilling this intention would really just be to continue what I'm already doing. So to outsource more tasks to Emily and possibly to give her more kind of full projects where she can take full ownership and I don't have to at all get involved. So really in terms of improving on how I've already met that intention, it's kind of just more of the same and keep going and keep doing more, but it feels like it's going in the right direction. Now the second intention I set at the start of the year, which was to build sustainable finances and workload into my business. So I've put a new financial system into place, which basically helps to separate my business and my personal finances, and just gives me a bit of a better understanding about how my money is moving within my business. So that's a step in the right direction in terms of being a bit more sustainable with my workload, but also with my income. I've also started to take one proper day off every single week on a Saturday, and that's going really well. But there's definitely still some gaps to fill when it comes to fulfilling this intention. The first of those would be to make sure that I actually stick to those financial systems. It's one thing saying that I'm not gonna spend any business money on random things, and a second thing, actually doing that. And I also wanna build a bit more security into my business so that if I ever want to or need to take some time off, I am able to do that. Another thing that I really want to achieve in the other half of this year is to take two weeks off in August and really create that space and really within that I want to create systems which are going to enable me to take time off without my business taking a hit. And the third and final intention I set at the start of this year was to establish myself and my offerings within the industry. Now this is quite a big and a vague one and it's one that I feel like I've made good progress with but particularly needs a good bit of focus in the next half of this year. So so far in 2019 positive that's worked towards this is that I have been very honoured to be featured on quite a few podcasts and projects and events which has played a really key role in helping to establish what I do within the industry. Um, I've begun to definitely see the potential of what I could achieve throughout this intention but this one feels like it's got a lot more to do. I don't feel like I've had the chance in the first half of this year to be very consistent with my content. And I feel like my content for me is a huge part of what helps to grow and establish my business. So for me, keeping up this podcast and the midweek over the next six months and being consistent with that is a really key part of how I need to achieve this intention. Another thing that I want to do in the next half of this year is to create more and better Instagram content and to be a bit better with my visuals because that's definitely something that's dropped slightly as things have just been a bit busier and I've not had a huge amount of time. And the final thing that I really wanna do with this final intention is to do more with the online shop in terms of launching more products and just establishing that more. And I also obviously am hosting the next retreat and want that to really make an impact just like the first one did. So, that's kind of me checking in with those three intentions and really just thinking about, hey, how have I done in achieving those? And maybe what are the gaps to fill in working towards them even more and making sure that I meet them at the end of the year? And then, what I also just want to quickly share is the goals that I've set for this quarter. So, obviously, now we're in Q3, so it was time for me to set three goals which would work towards those three intentions. Now, usually I would set one goal for each of those intentions. But because when I did that kind of check-in exercise, I realised that goal one was kind of 90% there, and actually goal three needed quite a bit more work on it, I thought, okay, I'm going to set two intentions for number three and one intention for number two. So intention number one is still there, but like I said, it's kind of, it's it's ticking along and I feel like it's going well so far. Number three needs a bit more work. So I've weighted it slightly differently. But the three goals that I've set for this quarter, so to achieve within this 12-week period, is Number one, to fully separate my business and personal finances. Like I said, I've made a huge amount of progress on this, but there's definitely a bit more work to do to make sure that there is full separation between the two. And the second thing that I want to achieve within this first goal is to take two weeks off in August. So both of those goals are obviously working towards me having a bit of a more sustainable approach to my finances and also my workload. The second goal that I've set for this quarter is to be consistent with the midweek, which is my email series, and also this podcast, and also to create better visuals for Instagram and step up my game in terms of the content I'm creating over there. So both of those are working towards that third intention, which is to establish me and my offerings within the industry. And then my final goal that I've set for this quarter is to sell out the October retreat and to hit my income goal for the shop, bringing out some new products and hopefully just upgrading that side of what I offer a little bit more. So again, like I said, that's a second goal for my third intention, which is to establish what I do within the industry. And obviously those are working towards that as well. So there we have it. I feel like I've probably just spoken a lot and this is definitely over 20 minutes but I hope that's given you a bit of an insight into how I really set intentions within my business and how I don't just set an intention but I take it quite a few steps further in order to make it practical and actionable and actually to make sure that I work towards them. So I hope it's got you thinking about how setting intentions could be beneficial for your business or maybe if you're already familiar with setting intentions it's just prompted you a little bit to check in with yourself halfway through the year about what you might want to do to think about your intentions for the rest of this year. So thank you so much for tuning in to the first ever Small Talk episode. I would love to hear your feedback if there's any particular topics that you want me to dive into. Anything digital marketing themed is definitely my expertise but I'm pretty happy to talk about anything to do with business as a whole. So do get in touch. If you've got any suggestions for how I can make these episodes more beneficial and more interesting, give me a shout. But if not, thank you so much for tuning in and I will be back in your ears with another conversation next Monday.